Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Panoply, panorama, panpipe, pansy, aha, pansexual, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au. CR 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. And, uh, well, numerous guests get to that in a second. Um, Out of the Pan is a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. 3CR broadcasts from the lands of the Kulin people and we pay respects to elders past, present and emerging and hello to any Aboriginal and or Torres Strait Islander people tuning in and acknowledging that all the lands were stolen 
and never seated. Thanks to Andrew um, from Out of the Blue, diving deep as the crew from um, the Out of the Blue show do for Marine News every Sunday from 11.30 till noon. And, well, there wouldn't be a buy, buy show without a pun. Andrew was showing off his muscles for the entire show. Um, and couldn't have planned that any better because, of course, um, if I'm a bit excited, no, it's not just that um, the lovely people next door to 3CR spiked and put an extra shot of coffee in. It's because it is Celebrate Bisexuality Month and we're heading in to Celebrate Bisexuality Week. And so I'd love to have um, your comments on the show today. There's lots of ways to do it. You can do that by emailing outofthepan855 at gmail.com. You can SMS 61456 751215. And we had a couple of late SMSs last week from Xavier, who loved the show, with Willow, our out country artist, who, and also loved the song at the end. I've also got to say that during the week I was messaged by um, a fabulous... Um, um, well, as always, 3CR listeners are not regular listeners. They're awesome listeners. Um, Nigel, a very um, awesome supporter of the show in many ways, um, put me onto an out um, country artist called Pink Williams, who was absolutely awesome. Um, check out Pink's music. I'll be playing that um, in the next few weeks or so. Um, queer, progressive um, type of stuff. That's what we like on this show and music. Well, I don't even think I'd call it both binary kinds. It's country, western and bluegrass. But today on the show, well, we are a smack bang in the middle of um, Celebrate By Month, heading up to Celebrate By Day on Thursday, the 23rd of September. And so I've got a, well, I'm not sure, a pan full of bisexuals, a binary buster of bisexuals um, on the Zoom to join me today. Um, I'll let um, everyone um, go round the screen and introduce themselves um, in a second. Um, just a quick introduction, a little bit about each person. Um, so, yes, if you've got questions on multi-gender attraction slash bi-plus, um, well, it's it's sort of like, it's like um, send, send in your calls now or something like that. Um, so it is my pleasure to welcome a number of people to the show as we go to air. Um, I'll, I'm going to pull one person off my screen to say hi first, and then um, you will do the throw around, the handball, as they call it. Um, who won? Who will I make go for? Who wants to go? Anyone want to go first? Um, um, who wants to go first? No one? All right. I'll, um, whose microphone's on? Um, only one person's microphone on, and that's Riley. <laughs> Hello, Sally. How are you? I'm uh, really I'm good. I'm Riley Quinn, and I'm they them, and uh, a member of uh, Bi Plus Collective Australia. And uh, yeah, super excited about about this next week. That's right. Um, and can I just check in um, which original um, inhabitants' lands you are on today? I am on the lands of the Darug people. Darug, so you get to you went first, so you get the option of um, handballing, um, rugby passing, or whatever binary sport or non-sport we want to do to someone else. So tag Amber, you're it. <laughs> Thanks so much. Um, hi everyone, I'm Amber. My pronouns are they them. I am calling in also from Darug land. I organise with Sydney By Plus Network as well as By Plus Collective Australia, and I'm so excited to be here today chatting with you all. Um, Bree, over to you. Hi, everyone. My name's Bree. My pronouns are she, her. I am zooming in from Gadigal land. Um, like everyone else in this group, I do far too much in far too many spaces, but I'm here today from Biconic Events, which is by plus all the multi-gender folk under our umbrella, um, events that are inclusive spaces for all of us folk um yeah so i will pass over to lucky last rebecca hi everyone rebecca dominguez i pronounce she her i'm on the land of the Wurundjeri people of the kulin nation um i am involved with the australian by plus collective and also the bio alliance victoria and yeah super excited about what's coming up this week Thank you all. Yes, this week, um, well, celebrate BiPlus Day and also just declaring my interest as a member of BiPlus Collective Australia, which is organising the Stand By Us 2 
for 2021. By the by the way, if you have um, listeners, if you have words for a group of BiPlus people with um, a panful, a binary buster, um, you come up with your own. Let's let's have them, and I'll be keeping an eye on all the messages. Massive multitasking job today, but um, when you're surrounded by BiPlus people, that's a good thing. Um, so um, really awesome to have everyone. Um, to discuss BiPlus. Um, we've had a couple of messages in which we um, will throw to um, at in due course. Um, but um, let's start um, again. Anyone <clears throat> who wants to go first, um, you know, what's, um, and then we'll throw it around. What's the importance of the Stand By Us conference? What does it mean to each of you from last year and, and as we head into this year's? Uh, Brie. So this conference is a really, really big deal for me. Um, all of my involvement with BiPlus things started in 2018 because it was BiPlus Visibility Day and I sat at home and I couldn't find anything to do and I cried to my pal. Um, and then 2018 was when we started seeing um, in our within our city uh, a little bit more happening and started finding out all the things around Australia and since then uh, every this week or this month every year is just such a wonderful time of feeling visible which is something that I hadn't felt before this so and then the virtual conference means people all around Australia no matter where you are um, get to feel that that love and visibility that has just meant so much to me. So, yeah, it's, it's a really cool thing. Well, yeah, connection is so important. Before we, I throw the, the question to another of our panellists, and we do want to um, send our sort of get well um, by vibes to Anthony, who was due to join us today. And whilst we're all on um, parts of this continent now known as roughly Melbourne, <clears throat> Melbourne, Sydney and surrounds, um, we do have in BiPlus Collective Australia People from everywhere, Brisbane by network. Um, we have a lovely um, 26-year-old person from Darwin, um, Misty um, from BiPlus Collective Perth, a BiPlus community Perth, I beg your pardon, um, was on In Your Face on Friday on 3CR. Um, so we're, it's not just the southeastern corner. Um, Jen from Tasmania, a veteran bi advocate, um, and Misha and Gail from South Australia. So it is um, trying to represent as much of this continent and um, nearby islands um, or nearby island as possible. Um, so, Neen, what, what does um, Stand By Us uh, mean for you? Oh, sorry, I beg your pardon, uh, Riley. Uh, shall I just quickly extra explain that to, to the listeners? Um, the, to the listeners, very, very recently I have uh, changed my name amongst my Bi the BiPlus Collective, but it's not all official yet. So my name still appears as my given name, uh, Neen Chapman. So um, Stand By Us means uh, an amazing opportunity to reach people who feel like they don't have community. Um, and it is an incredible opportunity. Uh, it's four days of packed program which cover wellness and music and social events and educational events and events that really are meetups and for people that are educational as well. Um, and the space is just so important for bisexual, pansexual, omnisexual and multigender attracted people so they don't feel like they're on their own. It's um, There's a whole wide world, there's a whole wide group of us out there and we're here for all of the community as well. Definitely, and we, we would add that last year on some of the forums, panels, um, we were joined from people from beyond this continent, uh, and it's, as it's now called a country, um, and um, <clears throat> um, from all over. And, of course, anyone listening any, anywhere over the world, if you have the right amount of caffeine or whatever to join in, in from your time zone, um, given that um, the events are largely daytime and evening um, across this continent, please feel free to do so. Register standbyus.com.au. Look at your events. Um, and, um, yes, it is a packed program in the words of two comedians from the 70s. It's um, hello from me and it's um, good night from them or something like that. Um, Amber, what does Stand By Us mean to you? For me, Stand By Us really is about 
an opportunity to learn, connect, and celebrate. So I think in in a time like right now, when so many of us are in lockdown and really, really desperate um, to connect with one another, Stand By Us is an opportunity for us to get together with community and do exactly that. Uh, we've got such a wide range of incredible events for people to learn about other folks' experiences, for people to celebrate who they are, and really to provide an opportunity for people to get to know each other. So there's a lot in there. And I mean, this conference um, really, really means the world to me. And I'm so, so honored that we get to to bring it, bring it out again for a second year. <clears throat> bring it out of the pan, so to speak. Um, Rebecca, um, what does it, um, the conference uh, mean for you? Well, it means that we, our voice is heard. And I think that's really important because... In so many LGBTIQA plus conferences, bisexual people get like an hour and a half. Um, mm. And as a community, that's insufficient time to talk about the things that matter to us. We are not prioritised in these events and the like. So this is a chance for us to get together and have our voices heard and to share knowledge and information with each other across the communities broadly. So we really get to learn from each other and share that with anyone who comes along to listen and participate. Def definitely so. We need that representation. And it's it's so bizarre given that um, BIPLUS is the biggest sexual orientation under the rain and slash romantic orientation under the rainbow, yet there's this constant, or has been, and continues to some degree, let's say, to be this constant um, erasure um, that is um, just so invalidating, and so um, you know, it just it was it's just such an energy boost. And I, I might, um, whilst I'm hosting today, I will perhaps throw in my own, um, you know, sort of um, response. If I was being asked the question, it is just that sense of connection and strength. And last year, just um, as you know, as you said, Rebecca, I know last you know so-called rainbow um, events, I felt erased. Last year was just the strongest I'd felt in my bi slash pan sense of identity, and it was just it's it it now feels pretty unshakable actually, which has been really really awesome. Um, one of our awesome listeners, remembering three CR, including out of the pan, doesn't have regular listeners. We have awesome listeners. Has come in. Um, I mentioned that Tessa Thompson um, ha is bisexual and popular in the USA. Also, has also asked a lot about the Met Gala. Um, event where there's been lots of queer and trans people, which talks intersectionality. But, um, you know, we touched on how many events there are. And, well, again, I'll go do the go around. Um, this time I'll start with um, Riley. Pick an event or two. You don't have to choose, um, of course, um, because we're by plus. Um, that, you know, um, it just mean anything to you. Totally intuitive and random. Go for it. Yes, don't make a bisexual, pansexual person choose. It's very difficult. Out of the now 25 online events and uh, we'll live vicariously through the one in-person event next Sunday, um, for me there are, oh, gosh, there are so many, but uh, the three major ones that I am uh, really dedicated to and going to, you know, be listening in, uh, the keynote speech, the First Nations keynote mm. speech, um, that hour is so important to uh, communities all over the continent, but um, it is a major priority and focus for BIPLUS Collective Australia and for all of the, the networks and groups that make up um, BIPLUS Collective Australia um, is to have active and meaningful um, representation and in, not just inclusion but active working um, with our First Nations community. So uh, the First Nations LGBTIQ community is not very well represented um, and there isn't a lot of uh, airtime for, for them. Um, so it was really important for us to to make that a focus of um, this year's events. Um, I would also say, um, helping a friend out, um, Misha with BiPlus SA, do a music and musings evening on the Thursday night, which is actually a bit of a wind down um, for the first day of very, very full events. And I'm really looking forward to that. Um, uh, Misha has some 
original songs to to present in that um, 90 minutes, two hours, and a couple of guest um, artists, and also just some really beautiful prose and, and discussion. And I think it'll be a lovely chill-out session for us. I know you said just pick two or three, but um, oh, that's yes. really hard. Um, there's yoga on, th- on Friday, Saturday and Sunday mornings. Um, and then the next event, uh, which is um, uh, it's a particular one on the calendar for me, is bylines. But what I will do is I'll um, let, um, I've, I've not let, it's not about allowing anyone, but um, Amber, if you want to have a bit of a chat to that, that might be good. Go for it, Amber. Thanks so much, Riley. Um, I'm also really excited for the First Nations keynote. I think it's a really, really incredible space where um, we'll get to to have conversations about ongoing impacts of colonization and what it actually means to be an Indigenous queer person. Um, and I, I'm really, really privileged that, and honored that we get to that we've created a space for those conversations. Um, I'm also really, really excited for the session. It's all about pronouns, which will be a space for us to talk about our many, many identities outside of the binary. And that's got a a stellar, stellar um, panel of which I am part of. Um, And I am so thrilled for bylines. Um, Every year, bylines brings me so much joy. And that's exactly what we're talking about this year in bylines. Um, Joy, uh, I think that in, in many spaces, we focus a lot on our challenges and the health disparities we experience. Um, and I think there's a time and a place for that, but I'm really excited that this year we're, we're making room for bylines to focus on joy because there really is so many incredible things about being bi plus. And so I, I cannot wait to, to be in that space with folks to, to talk about all the wonderful things that, that, contribute to our lives. Absolutely. I, I, before we throw to Bree, um, want to want to re- you know, really affirm that, that, you know, yes, there are challenges not of our own making in the BiPlus communities uh, most of the time, but, um, you know, there is so much BiPlus awesomeness out there. And this is what I love about, um, loved last year about Stand By Us and I'm getting I'm excited and having to remember to breathe right now um, to talk about this. Bree, um, um, you've got something to bounce off, Amber, and I'm, I'm sure – well, I won't, pre- I won't assume anything. We never assume anything in our communities. Talk about your favourite events as well. Um, so, yeah, I was so eager to jump in and just really support and show my excitement for bylines this, this year. Um, of course, I'm so excited about the many events, but – I recently spoke in a pedestrian about the need for more positive representation. You know, it's so important for us to advocate and speak about the challenges that we go through. But I just love it when I see articles and media and representation that is just about the awesomeness of BIPLUS identity and and that it is really cool getting to experience life this way so talking about the joy is just something that really <laughs> brings me joy um so really really want to um encourage people to to join in there and I think it's really important on a on a you know week or month or you know we we love as much time as we can to to chat by plus um to have that that time to really um, celebrate, which is what this week is all about. Absolutely, yeah. Um, <clears throat> the joy in your voice came through there, and well, there has to be a pun that we should join in um, together. Um, and um, once again, last but not least, Rebecca. It is really hard to choose amongst all the things that are happening during the forum as to which, like, I'm most looking forward to. Um, I am really looking forward to the poetry slam uh, type poetry reading event we're having towards the end, which is has a fantastic pun for a name by Ambic Pantameter, um, which was not thought up by me. It was thought up by somebody else who was much much more cleverer. Um, and I think that's going to be great—a chance to hear from our community about you know, the poems that they write about themselves, whatever, whatever you know, happy, sad angry in between but you know it's going to be just a great space to hear from each other um 
and I am also looking for, I'm also really looking forward to the yoga because I just think that's going to be a great space to do yoga in amongst a biofirming environment what I've never done before and I'm really looking forward to it absolutely um <clears throat> and um <clears throat> you know sort of um um Bree has just chipped in at new you know you can um um you can declare interest and um on this one Bree will, um and just um sort of um you know mentioned biconic for great performances as well um which I know um, well, is it, I wouldn't, I don't know if I'd call it your Bybee or something like that, but, um, you know, that will be <laughs> awesome. It was fantastic last year and, um, I'll come back to something that came out of it as well. Um, and I know, um, you you might have to do some technological rearrangement in a second, but, um, quickly sneak in on, um, some, um, you know, sort of, um, by, on what Biconic is for you as the mighty organizer. Yeah. So Biconic has has been, I think you got it right, my baby, it, <laughs> like a ba- baby, it, it takes up a, a lot of my time, but it brings me joy. Um, and Biconic, as I mentioned, it's it's about inclusive events um, at the moment, uh, generally on, on Gadigal land, um, also known as, as Sydney, um, with dreams to move around the country. And I think a, a virtual space is a, a time we can bring it bring it around the country but this year our virtual event will be showcasing a a whole array of amazing performances but we're also having discussions about inclusive nightlife and inclusive queer nightlife and what that looks like and so we'll be really spotlighting some of the other events that take place around this land um, to really just look at what makes the space inclusive? What makes us feel safe in these environments? You know, I think I'm not the only person who at times goes to queer events and mm-hmm. and maybe doesn't feel like they're, they're really the best space for me. And we'll be talking a lot about um, what makes a space inclusive and, and getting that um, feedback from people tuning in and also looking at the intersections of, creating in- inclusive spaces with that that focus on nightlife so we've got some really awesome people coming in uh Delcy from unicorns Yay. is joining us unicorns is just i think the oh, just the gold standard of in- inclusivity so that would be really lovely um we've also got michael who organized uh by plus events in the early 2000s named biversity so we will be chatting what by plus experience looked like in the early 2000s there was some really significant challenges at, at those times but michael was be, you know created those safe spaces even you know we're looking at about 20 years ago so we'll be hearing about that and and also um queers of joy is another wonderfully inclusive event um here on gadigal land which is all about creating spaces for trans non-binary identities so we'll be looking at um yeah what what their event is about and um how other spaces can can take that on and lastly we've got the wonderful anna from by and prejudice who is also doing a wonderful event during this panel, uh, sorry, during this forum, um, about creating spaces that maybe aren't that loud party atmosphere and and some of us, I love the term shy by, we, we want to have maybe some smaller intimate spaces and talking about making sure that, that Bi Plus Nightlife in, includes some of that as well. So... Yeah, lots to talk about, some incredible performances. We've got Penelope Pettigrew, who is a bi-plus bisexual identifying woman who was recently on The Voice, Uh, Dian Tai, who is an incredible Asian performer. Um, Definitely check out some of his work um, amongst many others. So tune in, have a dance. We've got some DJs bringing some beats and join in on this conversation about inclusivity and envisioning what we want the future to look like in this space. Definitely, definitely. And, well, mentioning things um, sort of from earlier times, I 
I'll declare my interest um, in relation to the age of BiPlus, um, an intergenerational panel, um, which um, I'm sort of a de- deputy organiser. The fabulous Jace, a young bi and trans man from Darwin, is le- is leading this one. Um, I've got um, Kathy um, Nevena and um, Jean, rep- and we've got so in terms of the age range, we've got people in all of their twenties, thirties, forties, fifties, and sixties. And so this will be really cool to get this perspective because, you know, we've discussed have things progressed for BiPlus. Well, you know, it um, may not be ultra, um, you know, sort of specific research, but it'll at least give us a range of um, perspectives. And back to Riley because um, <clears throat> you have one other event that you definitely want to plug. And then we've got some questions and comments coming in from listeners in a second. For sure. Thanks, Sally. Um, I want to plug every single event that we've got for Standby <laughs> House from the 23rd of September right through the 26th. There's an extra online event a couple of days later and there's, of course, the Perth community, um, the Biplus Perth community that are having a picnic. They're actually able to see each other on the Sunday. Uh, what I would really love to let people know about is just a something that came out of Standby Us last year. I ran a session, just a meetup session, um, called Boulder. So it's for bi, pan, omni uh, and MGA people around the continent and around the world to join in who are um, 40 plus. Uh, And we get together once a month normally and that was born out of last year's conference and we're running a special Saturday session uh, for Stand By Us this year, so that should be brilliant. And it basically is particularly unstructured. Uh, it is moderated, um, but we basically just sit and chat and talk about all things that life affects us when we're um, a bit more mature, being um, bisexual and pansexual, omnisexual and MGA. Uh, every story is not the same. Every story is valid. But sometimes it's really fantastic to sit with a group of people your own age. Absolutely. It just gives that extra sense of, you know, connection, um, you know, which we need. You know, we need sort of places to just build foundations so we can venture out further and further into the world. And when you've got that, you know, sort of safe base, safe space, it is really, really important. Um, Now, um, this is live radio and I will mention that um, there Despite the importance um, of BiPlus people, um, there are other things going on in Victoria. There is a press conference happening, but um, um, we'll keep an eye on that as well. Um, but so I want to get to some of our listeners' comments. There are quite a few, um, the, and I'll juggle these around. Um, anyone who wants to respond to this one, the fabulous one of our awesome listeners, Wombat, has come in um, via the email on outofthepan855 at gmail.com. Quote, in planning the conference, um, how did you balance the social content with the talk and presentation content? Do you find the social type sessions as well subscribed as the other content? End quote. Over to anyone who wants to respond to that. As one of the people who organise the um, some of the social content, the, sort of the meetups and the quiet spaces to hang out, um, I just I looked at what worked last year and redid that. Um, there were some that were really well topics because we I, I base them around topics which I thought would help guide conversations and the type of people who are coming in, and they're not as well subscribed as some of the events, um, and that's okay because people it's a very packed calendar and people need a chance to have a break, and if you're in lockdown, that the having a break might be coming along to one of the social events to talk about your pets or which type of games you like or what books you like to read, or it might be going for a walk. Um, so, you know, they're, they're quieter events and they've, they're, if three people come, I consider it a success because I just want people to have a space where they can just chat about things they love. Absolutely. That's a fair call. Who else um, wants to bounce in on that one? Amber um, has popped the hand up. I think that's a really great question. And I think that we're always going to be learning more and more about how to strike that balance. And I think the the incredible thing to me about having such a variety of events from talks, panels to social events is that people get a variety of things to engage with. So, you know, if you're someone who is really, really looking for connection and really, you know, yearning to 
show off your pet or, you know, see other people's pets, there's a session for you. Um, so I, I love that we've got lots of different ways to engage and connect and remembering that that connection doesn't have to look the same across the board. So I, I, I love that question. Well, yeah, by um, by plus are as diverse as the rainbow communities and as diver- and diverse as, as humans. Um, Riley. As an organiser for the event, just to sort of um, focus on on how we got to the mix of events that we did, uh, uh, BiPlus Collective Australia was established last year when lockdown was coming into force and we wanted to support each other as networks around uh, the continent. And then we had this great, you know, brainstorm idea to run a conference online. Yay! Um, We're doing it again this year. So... Uh, It started with a conversation again in February of this year and we uh, go out to our networks. We think about what it is, the work that we've been producing um, in in the individual and local networks that we have. We talk about it as a collective we balance out, we, we put abstracts together um, and discuss what uh, we believe the community might um, like to hear about. We look at what's current in media as well in conversation. Um, and then uh, we basically sit down and uh, put sessions together that seem to run well, that go back to back or, or follow each other really well. But we always try and make sure that there are a mix of different types of interests that um, are from academia and studies, but also community building um, events. And that balance, that's balanced out with the social events, we hope. Um, and we're always really, really happy to hear feedback from our community as um, on our website and also uh, standbyus.com, but also get in contact with some of the other organisations and we can keep all of that in mind. Definitely. Now, I might just um, repeat this question for Bree, who I think was having some tech issues for a second. Um, our listener, Wombat, came in with the question, quote, in planning the conference, and I'm just, sorry, I'm going to have to say tongue-in-cheek um, planning. What is this planning of which you speak? Um, seriously, um, to start that quote again, in planning the conference, how did you balance the social content with the talk and presentation content? Do you find social-type sessions as well, as well subscribed as other content? End quote. Bree, your thoughts? If you if, if so- yeah, no, I definitely do. I think um, this is a balance that Biconic really wanted to get right. So we've we've come in, we're bringing the, the DJs and performances. We've got drag, we've got poetry, we've got you know singing. But a really big part of Biconic is also to have discussions, and if we're in person, we'll interview our performers and you know, be talking about um, what's going on for them. And we also love having that feeling, that interaction with people that we get in person. And so when we're jumping on virtual, it's really important to us that we keep that social aspect. We don't want to just have a, you know, you're tuning in and you're watching, but you don't feel connected. And so I think really you know, wanting to strike that balance of getting people feeling like they're a part of something. And, I mean, in in terms of subscribing, um, we we spoke a little bit last time we met about the, um, what, you know, what we're seeing coming in. And I think there's a really mixed bag. We've got all sorts of numbers coming in all over the place and, I think there's an interest in all sorts of different spaces. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a hard balance to strike, but I think it's an important one. And the main thing is we're all about inclusion, and we want to make sure that the people that are tuning in are, are feeling a part of every single event we've got taking place. Yeah, definitely. Um, now. Um, a little while ago, I asked about um, the uh, um, a sort of term for a, a collection of BiPlus people, and someone over on the BiPlus Collective Australia page, um, in response to this um, year of the bear, has said a pandemonium of bisexuals. I think that's pretty. Um, I like that. Um, so we'll have to vote on that. Um, um, so, um, yep. 
Um, we'll go with that. Um, gosh, um, what is something we've had a whole heap of queries. I'm just um, having to multitask here. Um, Hoffler, one of our awesome listeners, has said queer events aren't for everyone. Great point, and I think we do increasingly need spaces spaces for. You know, as I like to sometimes put it, all the dots of the intersection. Um, had I, I would, I think one that next year we've got to cover, which gets good coverage in the trans and gender diverse communities. But I see every reason for it to parallel in bi plus is bi plus and neurodivergent, um, which is something we've got to um, perhaps look at next year. But we'll throw in as much as we can around all the other panels. Um, now, I'm not quite um, um, sort of sort of related, but there's been an event um, that's not necessarily by, although there was representation there, called the Met Gala over in the US, where I'm not sure if people saw this. There were lots of um, snazzy snazzy costumes and all sorts of things. Some people misappropriating a bit, um, but it also talks about how important... Um, um, I'll li- sort of link t- two questions from Hoffa here. How important is pop culture? We've sort of touched on this. How important is pop culture significant to representation in 21? And perhaps linking it to what your knowledge is of the Met Gala as well. Anyone who wants to go, go for it. I must just, I must just say, I am crushing on Lil Nas X. Um, <laughs> My sister and I were having a conversation the other day. We were like, is, is Lil Nas the biggest celeb in the world right now? You know, we're not seeing appearances from the typical ones at the moment. And there he is with his three outfit changes, each queerer than the other. And, oh, my goodness, it's um, it's really cool. And just this morning I, I saw Lil Nas promoting um, condom use within his videos and his Instagram and, and really using that platform, um, which is really cool. Also just seeing the the range of gender expression on the Met Gala red carpet was really cool. Um, we're seeing kind of these half dress, half pantsuit situations taking place, um, which which I've really enjoyed. Um, yeah, some... Uh, just so much representation and just seeing, um, you know, so many, so many queer people, um, a lot of, of trans folk, um, a lot of the, the wonderful actors, actresses, act people um, mm-hmm. <laughs> from Pose really, really coming into that A-list as well. Um, yeah, I think. It was enjoyable. It had its limitations. It's definitely a bit to to discuss there, but um, I think it's it's very very cool what we're seeing. Yep. Um, well, you've got um, a mutual fan club with um, again our awesome listener Hoffler, who's a big Lil Nas fan. Um, that he's amazing. Um, and also throwing a comment here about trans and um, representation. Elliot Page, who is just um, so awesome, um, quote from Hoffler here, the green flower on the lapel of Elliot Page's uh, Balenciaga suit paid homage to queer poet and playwright Oscar Wilde, according to Dr. Andrew Lira, gay historian who runs Oscar Wilde Tours. The green carnation became associated with Wilde as a subtle signal of his sexuality, and it's also this year's um, Elliot Page's first um, Met Gala since coming out as trans. Um, a big a fun fact there. And, yeah, Elliot Page, I just think, has been... Um, you know, we're talking intersections for a second. I just think it's given so much representation to trans men slash trans mask when often they perhaps don't get um, the representation they need and deserve. Um, you know, even um, perhaps sometimes I sometimes think non-binary um, and agender get more discussion than our trans mask brothers. Um, and apparently Lil Nas um, album got a five-star review in the Herald Sun Wow, they even managed to overcome the Murdoch media overcame their bias. Um, <laughs> so that's impressive, impressive as well. Um, I'm just going to um, you know multitask here, and I have the stand by us um, sort of um, page up once again. Stand by us, um, stand b i u s um, dot com or one word. Um, um, other events. Um, oh, here's a couple of important ones where we drill into some intersectionality. Um, it's all about pronouns, right? And BiPlus experiences for HIV prevention and healthcare, and um, 
one that I know um, uh, Anthony, who was going to be with us, would have loved to discuss, queering relationships, discussions on bi-plus and polyamory. Um, anyone have any thoughts on any of those? Because um, there's some intersections, um, to use my, again, to use that phrase, we need to make sure every um, square a millimetre of the intersection is covered. Anyone have any thoughts on those or other intersections and other panels that come to mind? Um, Riley? I, um, so the BiPlus experience of HIV prevention and healthcare has had uh, an extraordinary amount of work done by a colleague in, um, and a couple of colleagues and a, and a group of pretty um, incredible people uh, this year. So to bring it to a focus, to have a, a spotlight shone on it, to be able to discuss the disparity in um, health services, uh, the language that's used and the research that's done on HIV um, prevention um, and healthcare is often non-inclusive and sometimes very um, alienating for BIPLUS people, um, BIPLUS men, women and non-binary and trans people. So this particular session uh, is it's been presented uh, previously this year. I, Amber, you'll have to correct me. It's one or two times um, professionally this uh, right, Thank you uh, this year, and the uh, the feedback and the exposure for this particular session is so incredibly important to the uh, community, but it's also incredibly important to healthcare workers and de- government departments because we can put our hand up all the time and say that we're not being represented. But then getting information and getting the right research done, um, it's almost like a bit of an intervention within healthcare to make sure that they use inclusive language and they mean it. So, um, and also that they have considerations across the spectrums of sexuality. And as we said earlier in the program, bisexuality do make up, does make up, uh, the highest percentage in the rainbow. So it, it can no longer be ignored. So uh, I really highly recommend the BiPlus experiences of HIV, HIV prevention and healthcare. It does sound heavy, but it is real and it is really important. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. And so, yep, many, many intersections um, to. Um, you know, sort of um, come across there and um, also just going to the wider world a second, the roadmap is continuing um, um, as we as announced in Victoria with gradual reopening, but um, uh, sort of multitasking is reaching its peak there. But thanks for the updates, um, Hoffler, who was also um, amazed by the Hun's support of Little Nurse. Um, and also um, one person's costume at the Met Gala was made by a trans creator, which I'm proving, of course, how creative binary busting people are and there's also a lot of discussion um you know sort of on this panel uh, on this uh, for stand by us that so much of the bi plus and trans and gender diverse communities sort of have this gender schmender approach if we can throw in some jewish stuff as well there but um um you know sort of because we both sort of have to get past very limiting ideas about gender there's i think there's lots of stuff um on the um um on the on the um on the throughout the conference that sort of comes to that intersection as well and um you know cis cis bi plus people trans and gender diverse bi plus people both equally important but you know if um there is that sort of potential for double marginalization which stops the double magnificence um it's really important that we do some ultra binary busting um throughout the conference so lots of great panelists like Navo and others amber Something that I really love about what comes to the front of the Stand By Us conference is that there isn't one way to be bi plus. And I think that comes through in the variety of sessions that we've got and in, in all of the spaces where we highlight those intersections. And to me, that that really reminds me of the power of authentic representation and being able to be in spaces that are by and for community. And I think there's a lot of power in that. And so that's something I'm really, really looking forward to in, in this upcoming week. Definitely. I think there is, you know, a huge, a huge range of those spaces. And just to sort of 
throw in more of the um, sort of social events. Um, we've got um, just having a look at the program at standbyus.com. Um, we have um, games um, and pets, as, Rebe- as Rebecca mentioned, books um, as well, um, as well as the buy music and um, musings, and yes, a buy and ambic pantameter. Um, yep, lots of stuff in there, and um, well, next Sunday it's going to have to come to an end, damn it. Um, but there will be a um, a, for, um, a wrap up celebration as well. And, you know, just if you're just feeling like you can't immediately um, sort of leave, um, you can join the um, Declaring My Interest, the standby, um, the usual, I'm sorry, not usual, the standing um, by plus discussion group run by Biolites Victoria on Tuesday the 28th. So it is mega huge. Wow. Um, We're just about um, out of time. Um, Yes, and some sessions will be um, recorded and go up on YouTube later if you miss them. Um, uh, on the Standby Us channel, you can check out some of the panel panels from last year. Um, for, for from last year, and um, there'll be closed captioning, um, as well. Um, with um, thanks to Riley's um, tech investigative skills, um, we've now figured um, got a better way of doing that than last year. And something of great importance: um, if you are planning to come, whether it's to one event or however many, if you don't want to have to choose please check out the safe space guidelines that are on the standby website. Um, everyone needs to be safe. Um, you know, look after yourself that, you know, what um, self care that um, works for you. Um, think about consent. Um, of course, value all aspects of diversity, um, positivity, only no negativity. Um, be aware of, um, you know, what's going on in the, the background of your own space. Um, you know, sort of, um, yes, there's all sorts of you're on mute, you're not on mute type of things, but you know, background noises, all those sorts of things. So we're you know aiming to make it um, you know accessible and welcoming and warm, even more than safe, is really really important. Wow, we're just about at the end. I think um, I've got um, you know sort of um, um, you know sort of most of the comments that have come in have been covered um, from Hoffler and. Bombat, I'm just madly checking all the um, sort of um, the, um, you know, the various forums, actually. I'd better just check um, over in Tweeterland to see if anything came in there. But I'm also um, just um, saying a few words to make sure that um, I can give people some final thoughts before the program, before we have to leave and make way for freedom of species. Um, So if you have any sort of take-home points um, about anything, the elevator speech, as they say, Riley wants to dive in there. Please go for it, Riley. I'm going to dive in, everybody, and say please look up uh, standbyus.com. The uh, links for tickets either on Facebook or on Eventbrite, I hope that's okay to mention those two services, Please, please register and um, get in. It seems everyone registers that last weekend and they work out what's going on next week. Uh, two two weekdays and two days over the weekend and we really look forward to all of you being there. Absolutely. Um, you, know, um, you know, check out um, that. Also lots of resources for around the states and territories. Anyone else want to jump in with final thoughts? Um, no one else? Um, well, um, Rebecca... Oh, just very quickly, um, we, we're we doing this for everybody, not just for ourselves. And I think, you know, it's it's a lot of work for us to give all of this to everybody else. And it's free. Like, it's the best thing about it. It's all online. You, if you've got an internet connection, you can participate. It's free. You don't have to pay anything. So, you know, if you've got the time, please come and join us. It's going to be amazing. Absolutely. Um you know, um, with that, um, it's you know, which is helpful for. We know that sadly, people in queer communities can experience greater degrees of anxiety and that sort of thing. Um, but at the moment, you know, the thing, one thing that has come out of, if you can have the internet and le- have learnt your Zoom, um, you can tap in, and you you don't, of course, you don't have to participate in any way. You can just you know watch and listen, which we mentioned earlier, which is just giving that sense of connection, as well, um, and. Wow. Um, Bree's got um, some some thoughts as well. Yeah, I think um, in terms of that, you know, 
jump in, camera on, camera off, whatever works for you. If you also have any um, requests or suggestions about uh, the way that we could be a bit more inclusive or, or make things a little bit more accessible for you, get in contact. I believe our email is on our standbyus.com website. Um, always eager to hear how we can um, accommodate everyone's needs best. So, yeah, reach out. Um, I'm sure we can quickly do some last-minute planning and pull things together because that is what we are very good at, I think, here. <laughs> Getting that, that last-minute um, changes in is, is something that we, yeah, we've done pretty well at. So feel free to, to reach out, I think, is a, a big one as well. Definitely. And um, just one, um, in the words of a, well, it will be intergenerational for a second, in the words of a um, childhood hero, Ozzy Ostrich, it's nice to say thank you. We've got to thank Phoenix Dark and um, Jay for their work on the website. Um, it's really important, um, you know, looking pretty glamorous there. But that's where we have to leave it um, because we are out of time um, as I as we head to Freedom of Species um, and... Um, um, talking all things animal advocacy, Rebecca, Riley, Amber and Bree, what a joy um, to use that word again um, to have you all on today um, and just been absolutely um, amazing. I'm looking forward to it. I've um, put in my um, annual leave pass from work for from Thursday and Friday. Um, I will be there Um Looking forward to seeing you there. And yes, I know what I'm going to mention. You know, allies, please come along, learn, ask, you know, ask the questions to be better allies is really important as well. Yes, it's first and foremost for BiPlus, but um, allies, come along, learn, um, and, you know, see how what you can do in your organisation or as individuals on a day to day basis. Thanks to Hoffler and to um, Wombat for their um, input into the show today. Um, thanks again to um, Xavier and Nigel for their comments late on last week's show. I'll take it out today um, just to re-emphasise the First Nations aspect um, and any excuse for me to play Midnight Oil. Um, let's play the track from their album of last year, The Macarata Project, and welcome to Gadigal Land. Uh, Freedom of Species up next. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. Next week on the show, I'll have Alison from IPC Health talking about um, some movement for trans health in Melbourne's West, which um, is vitally needed. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Thanks to my fabulous bi, um, um, pandemonium of guests. I'll catch you <laughs> next week.